Hey everyone, it is Audrey here with another episode of Sportive AF. I am so, so excited for today. We have on again, Rachel from To The Point Nutrition. She is so amazing and every conversation we have, I always learn so, so much. And today's episode is all about the vegan and vegetarian lifestyle for dancers. Okay, guys, before we get started, don't forget to follow us on at Sportive AF, subscribe to this podcast, and also tell your friends about it, share it to your story, whatever you like. Anyhow, guys, let's get started. Thank you so, so much, Rachel, for coming on today. I am so excited to speak with you all about vegan and vegetarian lifestyle and kind of pick up where we left off from our previous episode. How are you today? I'm doing well, Audrey. It is, as always, a pleasure to be here, to be chatting with you. Uh, I love your podcast. I love everything you stand for. So thank you so much for just having me on again. Oh, honestly, anytime. You are amazing. The last episode did so well. Everyone loved it. Um, And now we're back with more. Obviously, I think this topic is so needed to talk about. And and I think um, just educate everyone on kind of the pros and cons to this lifestyle, especially as dancers. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I am asked constantly about, um, you know, should I go vegan? Should I not go vegan? Should I stick more to a vegetarian diet? What exactly is a vegan and vegetarian diet? And then of course, you know, shifting away from those uh, titles, there's so many different types of what we would consider being plant-based diets. So I think it's very important for dancers to just have a great solid framework about what they might be heading into if this is something that they're seriously considering. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think let's get right into it. I'm going to start with the first question, which is what is the overall look of kind of pros and cons to that vegan slash vegetarian lifestyle? Yeah, So that's a really good question. Pros and cons. Now, there are a lot of pros to for any of us to add more plant-based foods to our diet. Um, The reason for this is because plant foods really do offer such a broad range of vitamins and minerals, micronutrients and macronutrients, macronutrients, just to review from our last chat, macronutrients being proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, micronutrients being a broad spectrum of different vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients and antioxidants. So when it comes to plant foods, we are really able to access so much abundance and so many rich sources of these fabulous nutrients, which are very much performance boosters for a dancer's body and also for their health. So, I mean, this is the major pro that we're seeing with, let's just call it plant-based lifestyles. Because again, I don't want to zone too much just into veganism right now, because there are so many different um, levels of a plant-based lifestyle. And I have a feeling we will, you know, somewhat cover and touch upon them all. So I'm just going to, for everyone listening, refer to this as 
because right now it's a plant-based lifestyle. So whether that means vegetarian, veganism, um, maybe it doesn't mean either of those. Maybe it just means getting more plant foods into your day-to-day. Now, that's really the major pros that we see here. In regards to cons, this is relating more to the intention of a dancer and what their intentions are for following a plant-based lifestyle, specifically a more restrictive plant-based lifestyle like a vegan diet. So for example, if a dancer is choosing to follow a vegan diet because they feel that it is going to you know, enable them to be healthier, enable them to maybe lose weight, enable them to manipulate their body weight, body shape and body size. This is where I would say, okay, hold up, we have to take two steps back right now, because you are turning to this lifestyle from a very restricted uh, approach, a very, a very, your intentions are really not of the best, most sound intentions for following such a lifestyle. Now, if a dancer came to me and is like, hey, Rachel, I don't eat animal products, you know, for whether it be ethical reasons, whether it be maybe environmental sustainability reasons, it could even be financial reasons or religious reasons. Well, I'm never going to turn that dancer away. I'm never going to say, Hey, you know, a vegan diet, let's just, let's for an, as an example, I'm never going to say a vegan diet is too restrictive. You cannot meet your needs on a vegan diet. That's not something I'm going to say. I'm going to say, you know, I understand. I want you to be comfortable in regards to why you're following this lifestyle. We just need to make sure it's very well planned out to make sure you're meeting all of your needs. So I think that there is a a big misunderstanding that dancers cannot be vegan and meet all their needs. That's not true. I work with many dancers who actually are vegan and follow a vegan lifestyle. It just requires a lot more planning, a lot more uh, reflection to make sure that their reasoning for following such a lifestyle is not coming from a restrictive place, but rather coming from a, a more sound and a more sustainable place. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I think something that, you know, anyone out there listening would find helpful is what would you say the first step to making that a little less restrictive or possibly a more sustainable diet, so to speak, you know? Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, you know, I I suggest that a dancer truly reflect upon their intentions. And I say this word intentions a lot because, They need to make sure that they're choosing this lifestyle because it is something that they feel is going to, you know, allow them to live their life, uh, perhaps whether it be free from um, negative feelings about eating animal products, whether that be related to their morale or related to their uh, ethics or be related to their religion. Uh, I just, I want them to reflect and and really have a good grounding and a good framework in regards to their reasoning for turning to this lifestyle. Because like I said, it's not that a dancer can't meet their needs on on this type of lifestyle. It just is going to require more effort. So this dancer also needs to make sure that they have a bit more time to 
educate themselves and also just plan ahead to make sure again, that they are able to incorporate the variety and abundance because most often bioavailability of nutrients can be less from plant foods than it is from animal proteins. So we just need to make sure that the dancer is consuming, like I said, variety and abundance to make sure that they are meeting their needs and eating enough. That's so true. I actually found, cause I went vegan for a little bit, like two years ago, and I found it very difficult. Um, and, you know, like not only, you know, finding those varieties in foods, but if I was to go out and eat, I would go to order something. And sometimes there would just be nothing that's to my liking. So you end up eating like fries or something. And, you know, that's absolutely fine. And I love fries, but for a main meal, you're not getting those nutrients that you could if you had that dish with some chicken or, or something like that. So what would you kind of recommend for like, something like that for those people on that type of diet? Yeah, well, that's a really good question. And that's just why I want to repeat that, you know, some there's a big misunderstanding as well that vegan diets are healthier. And that's not true. We can follow an extremely just as healthy of a diet if we're incorporating animal proteins similarly to if we were incorporating just the plant-based diet. So I want to make it very clear that both of these types of lifestyles, whether you are incorporating animal proteins or not, can be made into a very healthy and sustainable lifestyle. It's just a matter of intention and planning. And, you know, as you saw from your experience is that there are limitations to following such a restrictive diet. Again, unless it's maybe more well planned, but then the argument can be made, you know, is that restricted restriction preventing someone from participating in a social event that isn't planned for a vegan lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So there's so many um, factors at play here. I know from my own personal experience, I never went vegan, but I could tell you just from my personal, like my family, it, it really would have been difficult for me to go vegan because my family is very much, I don't want to say a meat and potatoes family. That's not what I'm talking about, but we're just, we're very much like dinners are centered around like a protein, like fish or chicken yeah. or meat with a, you know, with a vegetable and, a, and a, some type of starch. I think it, it would have been very difficult for me to try and stray from that because my parents and my family never looked for restaurants that were particularly vegan. Now, when I started college, though, and I moved to New York City, my like world opened up with so many incredible different restaurants that there were incredible uh, vegan restaurants that my friends and I, we were we were in our dietetics program. And like, we were obsessed with some of these restaurants. They were so good. Um, but at the same time, they were really fun experiences that we would like go and enjoy mm-hmm. together. But none of us never really conformed to a strict vegan diet. It was very interesting to experiment with this lifestyle and see how, um, how creative we can get with vegetables. But at the same time, it was never practical for my personal lifestyle. I would have never, I would have had a very difficult time maintaining that um, on a personal level with my family. 
Yeah, definitely. I can totally agree. And and I relate as well. I find a lot of times, you know, like a lot of beautiful memories are created from around around food and making it something that you really enjoy. And, and I think that's why yeah. I absolutely love everything you stand for and you share on your social because everything mm-hmm. is kind of in such a positive light like that. And um, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. You know, what? one thing that I am always trying to encourage is that we look at food as being fun because I, and we've spoken about this in the past, you know, my own personal history with um, having this overall fear or this overall idea that, you know, as a dancer, I should be quote unquote, watching what I eat. And that is just basically what led to me, led me to burnout. That didn't help me in any way. What I thought was helping me as a dancer actually did the exact opposite. So it's just so important to me that whether a dancer is following a vegan lifestyle or not, I just need to make sure that they are doing so with a sustainable approach so that food can always be fun for them. Definitely. And and I found... I mean, this is totally my experience and everyone experienced food differently and different diets and lifestyles. But I found personally, I don't have, you know, every type of vegetable and I don't have, I don't, I'm not very exotic with trying different foods. So Mm -hmm. I found I stuck to kind of the same food groups, but when I was hungry, I would always kind of binge eat on chips and different things like that. And I'm sure that's quite a common thing. Um, when like there's not much you like in a diet and I kind of didn't realize at the time but I was restricting a lot of food groups that I generally enjoyed. Absolutely so this is something that is so common that we see with dancers who are going vegan for reasons like health and body weight rather than reasons like ethics and um, environmental sustainability. So we see that it tends to be less planned out more falling into this mindset of restrictive eating and then followed by overeating, you know, overeating, uh, not necessarily overeating restricted foods, because in this instance, the restricted food is, let's say, animal proteins. And, you know, when, when someone who is vegan for the wrong reasons has this restriction on animal proteins, they're usually not, let's say, binging on animal proteins, rather they're binging on other foods because they're trying to fill a void that's missing from perhaps maybe those animal-based proteins. So we want, want to again, make sure that our intentions for following such a lifestyle are, uh, you know, sound intentions um, and coming from a healthy, sustainable place. That way we don't fall into those behaviors of trying of overeating for the reasons of trying to fill a void of, you know, something missing, whether that be missing emotionally, physically, or mentally. Definitely. I, I, I actually really, really love how I've never heard that thinking of like the intention behind it. I think that's Mm -hmm. a really great way to think about it. And I always, I actually was scrolling through your Instagram just before and you, one of your posts was like, if you're constantly thinking about food, you're generally not eating enough. And I found I was constantly thinking about food and it's so funny. Like I read that and I was like, Oh my God. I was like, for the last like, yeah, I haven't even thought about food when I'm other than when I'm eating it. But like I found during that period of time, 
I was really like, oh, what am I going to have for lunch? What am I going to have for dinner? Like what's the next meal and everything like Mm -hmm. that? (laughs) So there's two things that I always ask a dancer in regards to, and I guess this really answers one of the questions you previously asked me before, you know, how should a dancer know whether or not they're doing this for sound reasons or uh, unsound reasons? And two questions that I want a dancer to ask themselves is, are you obsessively thinking about food? Because that is one of the biggest symptoms of your body not getting enough. Now, when we say not getting enough, we mean physically as in it's not getting enough calories throughout the day. Or it could also mean that you are not, you could be getting in enough calories, but, but again, choosing foods that are not really satisfying you. So whether it's a physical restriction or a mental restriction, there's some essence of restriction here that's causing you to literally, for lack of a better phrase, obsess about food. I always say this, I probably said it in our last podcast, but I'm just going to repeat myself. Humans are curious beings. We always want what we think we can't have. The grass is always greener on the other side. That's just human nature. There's nothing wrong with us. It's just natural human nature. So we need to, you know, really be aware of that and be aware of this major sign overthinking food. The other question I want a dancer to ask themselves is are you or would you feel overwhelming anxiety, stress or guilt if your allowed foods were not available to you? So a diet is never healthy if you ha- if if your quote unquote safe or allowed foods are not available to the point where you have to either like literally not eat something and, and, and restrict in that sense and avoid food in that sense. So that's not a sustainable lifestyle for that dancer. Yeah, definitely. And I want to talk a little bit about as well, um, kind of getting enough protein and vitamins and all of that type of thing in that lifestyle, whether you're taking out mm-hmm. meat, dairy, whatever it is. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, now let's say a dancer is following a vegan lifestyle and their reasons for it are very sound. And they come to me and they're like, Hey, Rachel, you know, this is what I'm doing. Um, I really just need help with meal planning and I need to make sure I'm getting enough. Well, I'm going to fully support that. I want to make it very clear that if you are following a vegan lifestyle for sound reasons, I 100% can support you. And I believe that you can meet your needs as a dancer with that vegan lifestyle or with that vegetarian or plant-based lifestyle. Like I said before, it just requires some proper planning alongside a professional like a dietitian. Now, in regards to protein, we want to make sure, again, the two big words here are abundance and variety. So we're looking for various high protein plant-based foods. Now, some of my favorites include beans, lentils, um, chickpeas, nuts and seeds, pseudo cereals like quinoa and buckwheat that can most often act like a grain in a meal, but are actually technically considered seeds or pseudo cereals. So we can get a bit more protein from them. A couple of my favorites, ancient grains like farro and frica, also soy proteins like tofu, which are more readily available, especially for example, if you're at a restaurant uh, that might not necessarily be a quote unquote, you know, vegan restaurant, sometimes they will have a tofu dish on the menu. So those are really great sources of how we can get in plant-based proteins throughout our day. 
And would you recommend for vegans or vegetarians, or I guess anyone kind of in general who feels they may not be getting enough protein, would you recommend protein powders? Great question. So I always have a food first approach when it comes to getting in enough throughout the day, I do feel that even vegans can get in enough protein, you know, most often protein is not the problem when it comes to our diets nowadays, because our culture loves protein, protein is literally like the star macronutrient. So it's very rare where someone's not eating enough protein. With that being said, now we have to add on this being a dancer. This is not the average person. This is a dancer who does have needs that are more comparable to an athlete. Therefore, I actually do feel that a protein supplement when used occasionally can be beneficial to help a dancer boost their protein needs if they're not able to get enough in throughout the day from other options. So a protein supplement, again, it's not something that I am recommending all the time, I would say max a dancer can consider it maybe like three times a week. I don't think it even needs to be daily. Like I said, most often we are getting in all of our proteins, even if you're following a vegan diet. With that being said, just to help fill in the gaps, a protein powder, a multivitamin could be beneficial for a vegan dancer. That's that's so interesting. And I, I love that. And I found when I was uh, eating vegan, I was always taking a B12 supplement. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. would you recommend that for most vegans or... Great question. Vitamin B12 is definitely one of those micronutrients that we want to be aware of for Mm. vegan diets because it's so readily available from animal proteins that it's just not as bioavailable from plant foods. With that being said, so can we look to a B12 supplement? It is, it is possible for sure. I always recommend that dancers do refer to their medical professional before starting a supplement like that. I do want to point out one food in particular that I'm always encouraging more than a supplement, and it's actually nutritional yeast. Nutritional yeast is such a great addition for a vegan dancer because it's giving us a bit of protein. It's also giving, it's a great savory uh, addition to a lot of dishes, and it's actually packed. It is jam-packed with vitamin B12. So before we turn to the supplements, I usually say, well, let's actually sprinkle some nutritional yeast. You actually don't even need much of it to get the flavor, the protein addition and the B12 addition into your diet. Um, And then we can later assess how your B12 levels are doing. Wow. I never knew that. That's so interesting. (laughs) And what, okay. So I have One more question about kind of the proteins and getting enough of all of that. For someone who, you know, usually would have a meat diet and they're transitioning, would there be anything you would say that they need to kind of, because I know some people when they go vegan or vegetarian, it's an overnight thing. And I think that I'm not sure, but in my opinion, I feel like that could be quite harsh on the body. What's your kind of opinion on that? So I think I personally think our bodies are more resilient than we give them credit for. And I actually would think an overnight transition to a vegan diet is actually harsher on your mind than on your physical body, to be honest with you. Um, With that being said, I do think we can 
get very creative with vegan diets, with tofu. Mm. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of delicious recipes using tofu that can be really an, uh, very interchangeable with an animal protein like chicken or meat. Uh, like I said, you know, it, it depends on the individual. It depends yeah. on the individual dancer. If their meals are mainly like, um, a, a piece of fish with a vegetable with a starch, and now they're transitioning to a vegan lifestyle, they might not be very satisfied as for at first yeah. with having more of a grain based dish. So perhaps having that protein source like that tofu could be a beneficial option. Now for dancers who do tend to err more on the side of, you know, enjoying pastas and rice. Well, then I would say, okay, well, can we add some more, um, uh, nutrient dense additions like legume pastas. Can we swap our pasta with legume pasta? Can we do maybe a half and half mix? Uh, can we add some quinoa in with our rice? Can we think about complementary foods when it comes to vegan diets? So adding beans with rice, really, really complementing, making sure again, like I said, we're getting not just abundance, but also a variety, a broad range of these different foods. Yeah. Wow. So like really quite a lot of preparation and meal planning involved. Absolutely. And one last question for today, which is what is your best overall advice for vegan dancers and athletes who are vegan with the best intentions and mm -hmm. they're just wanting to get kind of an overall advice on what they can maybe do better? That's such a great question. I want them to really think about balance among their meals. You know, this is something I even say to non-vegans, balance being of your three macronutrients, your protein, carbs, and fat. I really want them to think about fats. We spoke a lot about protein yeah. and with a lot of plant-based proteins, you're also getting carbohydrates in there. All of the plant-based proteins that I mentioned earlier are also great source of complex carbohydrates. The one macronutrient that we often see that falls to the waistline in vegan diets is fat. And I cannot stress this enough that fat is an essential nutrient for a dancer. It is essential that dancers add food sources like avocados, uh, ground flax, oil, you know, plant oils like olive oil, canola oil, even avocado oil you can get now, nut butters and seed butters. Um, these are all essential foods that I would want them to incorporate in their meal plans. Because like I said, it's easy for vegan dancers to get in the protein and the carbohydrates. But most often we do see a lack of fat. And I want to make sure that they're getting that into the other reason for this, Audrey, is because fat is essential for vitamin and mineral absorption. Mm -hmm. And if you can remember before I spoke about how with plant-based diets, the concern most often is bioavailability of some of these nutrients from different plant foods. Bioavailability basically just means our body's ability to grab or absorb the, um, the nutrients or the vitamins and minerals from these foods. So in order to uh, improve upon that bioavailability, well, eating your meals, making sure that they incorporate a source of fat, because that does help with vitamin transport and absorption into the body. Wow. I, oh my gosh, I actually forgot about that one. I need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm glad I reminded you. <laughs> That's so interesting. I can't believe that. And I actually just thought of a question then. Would you, would you suggest like, 
I know some people go vegan kind of at a later age in their maybe teens. What do you think about like people that are quite, um, I guess, prepubescent, quite young, um, going vegan? Great question. Again, I recommend that they consult with a medical professional like a registered dietitian because it is, you know, if now we take prepudescent dancers, their needs are triple the amount of an adult dancer. And this is because now they have not just increased physical needs, you know, they're as a, as a dancer, as an athlete, they have increased physical needs um, when compared to the general population. Okay, but now this population also has major growth needs. Uh, growth needs where we are promoting not just strong bones, but also a for female dancers, a consistent menstrual cycle. So, and this also goes for male dancers as well, uh, really making sure that we are not risking what we call relative energy deficiency in sport. This is a very important topic that honestly could be a podcast in of itself, but essentially means is that we're providing our body with enough energy from food to support our metabolic needs in addition to those physical dancing needs. So a prepudescent dancer has a ton of needs, a ton of nutritional needs. I can't stress it enough that my biggest suggestion to them is that they reach out to a professional to just help them with the planning of that lifestyle. Yeah, that's such good advice, honestly. Yeah, reaching out even to someone like yourself by Instagram, maybe, or your website, anything like that. Yeah. yeah, and I do want to, you know, just let everybody know that because of this, I've created, I have an entire ebook. It's a very, uh, it's an economical option for any dancer who wants to dip their toe in a plant-based lifestyle, whether that means that they are just wanting to incorporate more plants into their lifestyle, or if they really want to try a vegan lifestyle. I have an ebook. It's about over 40 pages of content that will just help them with planning and making sure that they are getting enough of the nutrients, those, the macronutrients, even the specific micronutrients that we sometimes see missing from vegan lifestyles. Oh, amazing. I recommend everybody listening to check that out. And especially if you're interested in this, you know, I think knowledge is power. So having, you know, the most knowledge is always the best thing and you you can't go wrong having, having too much knowledge on a subject. So thank you so, so much for this episode today, Rachel. I have had the best time and have actually learned so much as well. (laughs) I'm so glad, Audrey. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, guys, that is a wrap for today's episode. Rachel is just incredible. Please go check out her Instagram at to the point nutrition. And also, guys, if you enjoyed this, I would really appreciate you sharing it to your story and tagging at sportive AF. We will be sharing all of the posts. And yeah, thank you guys so much. Lots of love, Audrey.